Sit down, strap in, and granny put your teeth in your pocket. Lead Lap Radio, powered by HMS Motorsport. The leader in motorsport safety starts now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lead Lap. I hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. It is good to be back in the WSIC studio in Statesville, North Carolina, as we kick off another week of uh, Race Chaser Radio broadcasting, motorsports, uh, entertainment, shows, guests, all kinds of uh, crazy stuff that we do during the week, and uh, Lead Lap leads it off on Monday nights. My name is Tom Baker. I am joined in the studio by our producer, James Mellick, who... uh, has less hair than I do. Yeah, I got less hair, less beard, less everything than you do this week. Well, no, you have less beard. Well, it's coming in. Have a beard. Com- well, that's true. It's yeah, coming in now. I was baby faced. Yeah, I was gonna say I tried the beard thing before, and it just doesn't <laughs> work for me. Um, and I don't, I don't like it. But uh, definitely a different look for you. Uh, what, what's, what's up with that? Did uh, like somebody get mad at you over the Thanksgiving and skin you like a turkey, or what? Yeah, they decided I didn't need any more. They said we're gonna go ahead and just tie you down and cut that off. <laughs> Mom says. I don't like the beard anymore, and it was gone. <laughs> no, actually, tell, um, the real, tell the story. So, actually, me and a couple of friends that I work with LFR with uh, Michael Levine and Tom Dano and all of us, we got together and we do it yearly. We do a Children's Miracle Network drive where we raise money for all these kids in hospitals, and we each donate to a hospital that means the most to us. I donate to a hospital in Indianapolis that some family members of mine have went through that um, just had sicknesses and needed help. Well. Okay. What we do is we sit down for 24 hours, we play video games, and you can find us on Twitch and YouTube and Facebook and all that stuff. And come on there and join us and have fun with us and communicate, talk, play the video games with us, and even donate money to a great cause. And uh, we set a goal this year, $5,000, to raise that money for these kids, and we surpassed $5,000. Uh, we ended up with $6,166 between the four of us to donate to these hospitals to help these kids that are sick. That's Um, awesome. And with that being said, I had to shave my beard because we said if we hit a certain goal, it would come off. And if me just cutting my hair off and losing my beard for a couple of months is the worst thing that happens to me, uh, it's not terrible because these kids are going through way, way worse than what I'm going through with no hair, no beard. So. So you did like a video gameathon? Yeah, pretty much. We just sit around and <laughs> and we tell stories and we talk and we communicate with everybody and we do uh, giveaways and stuff like that throughout the whole show. And you know, we gave off um, some hand signed race cars from some of the drivers at LFR oh, wow. and uh, had some people make some stuff and donate stuff to us to help give some giveaways away for donations and all that kind of stuff. So it's a lot of fun. Meet a lot of cool people and hear a lot of stuff, and um, it makes you feel really good inside when you get to give back to these oh, kids. Of course. Yeah, for sure. It, it, it uh, you know, I tell people all the time, it never makes you feel bad to do good. No, you feel no. you feel so good. I mean, the only thing that really comes out of it after you're all said and done is you're exhausted because you're up for 24 hours yeah. straight. But when it's all said and done, you think you're going to be super, super tired. But you sit back and look at how much you've made and how much you've yeah. made an impact on these lives for these people. Because every dollar helps these kids out. For sure. And to set back after it's all said and done, you're like, man, I'm going to be exhausted. And then you're like, no, 
because you're on an adrenaline high. You're yeah. so happy for what yeah. you've just done that you're not really that tired after it's said and done. You, you'll get tired eventually. That's that's what happens to me all the time. It's like jet lag for me doesn't happen the day of. It happens the next day yep. usually. Yep. Yeah, if I fly any distance, I'm fine the day I fly because I generally sleep on the plane. That's how I am. But it doesn't stop the jet lag. It's just like it doesn't hit me until the next day. Yep. And it's like middle of the afternoon the next day. All of a sudden, I'm like, I got to take a nap. You know, it's, it's I agree with that, you. It's kind of how that works. But, but you uh, had even more fun than I did, though. So, I mean, well, I don't know if I had more fun than you did. Sounds like that was that was a blast. We yeah, had a blast. Very rewarding. Um, and now was that? But that was that over the weekend while you were no, in Indy. That wasn't over the weekend when I went home. That was um, the week before. We did that on a Friday. I think it was like the twentieth. We did oh, that. Okay. So we did that uh, the week before. We took the that whole week off. I the got weekend you. Okay. Before, yeah. I so we did that you. the twentieth and twenty first. We started at seven p.m. on the twentieth and ended at seven p.m. Gotcha. on okay. the twenty first. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, because we hadn't seen each other since you did that. Because yep. I left on Sunday, Saturday. Actually, I went to Florence Motor Speedway first last Saturday to check out the um, final race there. They had the South Carolina four hundred Charlie Powell Memorial Race. There were four classes in action for that, and um, Brian Lofton was the winner of the Smart Modified Tour portion. We're going to talk to Brian uh, coming up a little later on this program, and we're also going to have Kate Dillon join us as well because there's a pretty good size racing trade show coming up in Hickory, which is about uh, 45 minutes from the studio Coming up in Hickory, North Carolina, not this coming weekend, but the following weekend. I think it's the 11th and 12th of um, December. And so we're going to have Kate tell us a little bit more. It is the 11th and 12th Cars Racing Show presented by Daytona One Performance Lubricants. And uh, we'll we'll have Kate tell us all about what's going on there. But uh, this show came out of the fact that the PRI show got canceled. That's what I was about to ask. Yeah. And so um, Kate and her group went right to work and said, you know what, if there's no PRI show, let's do our own show here and and see what we can get going. And so um, it's going to take place uh, coming up next weekend. But so I went to Florence and um, gosh, I mean, some great racing down there. Again, we'll talk more about the modified portion later. Um, The Carolina Pro Late Model Tour was in action down there, too, for their finale. Um, point season was already over. This was just basically a uh, a bonus race, if you will. And um, Carson Quapple's little brother finally got a chance to actually race the car. Um, he wasn't able to, to race all season because of his age. Finally, uh, Caden got in the car, and I am now convinced that either you or I uh, could get in that car and go win a, a, a uh, Carolina Pro Late Model race because Caden went out and just literally stomped the field. You're pointing at Twitter. Yeah, What's... yeah. Um, some breaking news just Uh-oh, came hang out. Hang on. Breaking news. It just came out. I just saw it on ceiling. Twitter. And I didn't want to interrupt you on that. I wanted to let you Please. finish. But breaking, breaking news, news just came out. Uh, somebody released, if you would have had this person driving our car next year, you would be right. He's going to be behind the wheel of the number seven in 2021 will be Corey LaJoy for Spire. They just released it. The number seven. The number seven. It says right here, it says, did you see that Corey LaJor will be driving the Spire car next year? You would be right. He will be behind the wheel of the number seven in 2021. What is the source there? Uh, Spire's Twitter page. Oh, well, there you go. So that is an official 
source. Uh, so Corey LaJoy's got his cup deal for next year. Good for him. Um, sort of figured that's where it was going. And I had heard a couple of weeks ago that, uh, that was about done. Um, and, uh, basically inevitable. What's interesting is that now, uh, he was the driver that we sort of thought might be the leading choice to replace John Hunter Nemechek at front row. Yep. So now that still leaves the front row car open. Mm-hmm. And you start thinking about well, who may, who may end up in that car? Um, it could have some conversation about that uh, later on. That's that's interesting. Okay, so uh, good for you, Corey. Happy to see that um, that worked out. And I know he's a regular on here. He's came on a couple times and talked to you, he's Corey. Been on so. A couple times, yeah, he has. Okay, um, no, but... He was on with us uh, at HMS Motorsport the yep. last time we were there, as a matter of fact, and. Um, you know that'll be uh that'll be a good deal for him uh the 32 going part time next year and uh again it'll be interesting to see who ends up with that because uh obviously everybody would like to be full time if they could so i think that's going to be one of those deals where you're going to have to wait a little bit until a lot of these full time rides are settled and then it's kind of whoever's left is the, the pool for the part-time opportunity. Yeah, my thought instantly when I heard him going part-time was, um, oh, I can't, the Austin Sendrick. That was my first thought because they are a Ford, and yeah, they could but, put him in there, but they have an alliance with eight. Uh, well, Sendrick's with Sendrick doesn't need it. Sendrick's full-time again in Xfinity. But they said he was going to run a few select cup races, though. That's um, why I was thinking maybe them if he's the selected races. Oh, okay, I didn't know. Well, I would think Penske would just field another car. That's what I kind of thought. Yeah, they too. don't really. I don't think they really need to use the affiliate. Um, it'll be interesting because I'm thinking that it might be somebody, either from Truck or Xfinity, that that doesn't have the money to to come up full time, but may have, you know, want to run some Cup races. Um, or you think about somebody like a Joey Gase, you know, kind yeah. of driver that doesn't have anything else going on. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that, how that develops. Um, there's the, the, but I want to get back to, uh, so the, the, uh, I went to Florence and, and again, great job for Caden Quapple. Um, he just, he looked like he'd been in the car 10 years. Um, just did a great job to pick up the win. Nick Loden ran a great race to finish second. Um, at the end, he got caught up in someone else's mess and, and got some, uh, front suspension damage that basically killed his his handling, or he might have had a shot at um, at the win, but he still ended up in second. But that was a they had a good field. I think they had seventeen that started that race. They had fifteen that started the modified race. But here's here was the big deal of the modified race. We had a last minute substitution. John Smith, who won the last race at Caraway, could not drive his uh, could not be at Florence. So they made a phone call to a guy that we know pretty well. His name is Bobby Labonte. The Bobby Labonte? The Bobby Labonte. And Bobby's had exactly one race in a modified, shows up, goes out, sets fast time with a new track record, and finishes fourth. Okay, well. Led a bunch of laps. Did a great job. It sounds I like mean, he it did was, a phenomenal it job. Was, it was it was really fun to watch. Max McLaughlin was there. Unfortunately, uh, Max uh, 
uh, was taken out on the first lap in a crash and uh, really never got to get started with the 77. But, um, you know, yeah, it was it was cool. It was it was great to see uh, Bobby Labonte running there. And we're uh, we're we're working on getting Bobby set up for an interview for one of our race chaser shows here soon. So uh, we'll be talking with Bobby eventually. So, yeah. Um, definitely going to be a good time. We'll talk more about uh, what I did over Thanksgiving right around the corner. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer that fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Good to be back. Lead lap, uh, we were off last week with all the shows because I was over in Batesville, Mississippi for the 30th annual O'Reilly Auto Parts National Indoor Kart Championship, and 
Um, man, oh man, uh, had no idea what I was in for. Well, I kind of did, but, um, it, it's, it's different when it actually happens. We had, we had known for a couple of weeks that we were probably going to be way up on our entries this year from where we've been at Batesville over the last few years. Um, but it, it was still incredible. You kind of don't believe it until they actually show up. Um, and it was, it was incredible that we ended up with 1,504 over two days. That is a lot of cards. That's a lot of entries. Yeah, I mean, it was insane, really. Um, 754 on Friday and 750 on Saturday, 22 classes each day. Um, most of them had two rounds of qualifying. Our qualifying is, um, it's really like no other. We We run two rounds of qualifying. We take the, the, the top 10 out of the first round. They start first through 10th in the feature. And then we take the top 10 out of the second round. If there's enough class, enough carts in that class to have to have one, take the top 10 out of the second round to start 11th or 20th. Everybody else goes home. That's kind of the way that works. Um, and, uh, we had a number of classes where we had 40 or 50 carts. So, um, you know, you're, you're, it's, it, it, the event has always been a prestige event and, you know, it's uh, the, the, the slot machine, the bronze slot machine trophy is the most unique trophy in all of karting. And it's one of those trophies that everybody wants to have on the mantle. And so, you know, again, karting has kind of gone through a little bit of ebb and flow on the dirt side of things over the last number of years. So it isn't like our event just was down. Everybody was down for, for a little while, and now it's coming back again. You're seeing a resurgence of it. And, um, yeah, we, uh, we, we, we had 10 classes that were guaranteed 3,000 to win. So there, there was uh, 30,000 just in those classes to win, and then a number of pro classes that were 1,000. So there's, there is some pretty big money uh, now in these bigger kart races, and it was great to have O'Reilly um, Auto Parts back again as our presenting and title sponsor. But it, yeah, it was uh, it was quite a weekend. Donnie Schatz made his dirt karting debut uh, with us. His two nieces, um, Amelia and Layla Eisenshank, are carters that run in our Junior Two division. They're uh, I, I don't remember how old they are, but somewhere between 10 and 12, because that's the age of junior two. I think they, they're probably 11 or 12, I'm guessing by now. They've been running with us a little while, and uh, between the two of them, I think they won five or six races. Um, so they're very, very good young racers and not at all afraid to, to use the bumper, even with each other. It's, just, it's funny to watch that. They're, they're even aggressive with each other. Um, no team orders there. But um, they're they're really nice young ladies, and Donnie decided this year to buy a brand new go kart and hop behind the wheel and run with us on Saturday. Ran three classes. Wow, that's a lot of racing. On sorry, on Friday, three classes on Friday. Out of the three that he attempted, he only made one. Only made the cut once. And that, what series was that one in? Uh, I don't remember which class. I, I don't have my, my sheets don't in have, front of me. But it was the last of the three classes that he that he attempted. There's 22 of them. So. Um, but, yeah, it was the last of the three classes that he attempted. And the thing is, uh, you know, there's no it, – it's not as if you say, well, gosh, how did he not – I mean, you're coming into the backyard 
of a bunch of people who do this all the time and trying to adapt on the fly in the granddaddy of all Thanksgiving events and the world's largest indoor car race. So, you know, it's kind of like um, I've never played quarterback in the NFL. I'm going to start in the Super Bowl, you know, and and so that's really uh, but Donnie did make a race and he had a lot of fun. And, and I'm sure that he learned a lot from actually being on the track and, and doing it himself that probably even helped him with uh, Amelia and Layla's uh, carts um, for Saturday because now he's had some experience and kind of understands more from being in the seat with her. So that was a lot of fun. We've had, I mean, we've had a number of drivers over the years. Ben Rhodes has raced in our event. Uh, Trevor Bain, Ricky Stenhouse. I mean, there's AJ Foyt, the fourth, there's been a, a bunch that have gone through and kind of gone on to other stuff. Um, because that, you know, dirt go-karts is, is a frequent, kind of entry level into the sport for a lot of, um, but, uh, it's always fun when you get somebody in the current iteration, um, somebody like Donnie shots coming in and, and just, uh, trying to see what they can do there. So that was cool. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was a big deal it was on, uh, we had pit road TV doing the, uh, um, live stream for the first time. Um, and they sent us, a group from uh, the South Dakota, Iowa area that did a fantastic job with with that. And um, we were on Speed Sport TV, nice. which was great. And we've got a one-hour special uh, Mav TV that'll be sometime, I think, probably in the first quarter of next year, I'm guessing. Um, first or second quarter, it'll be whenever. I don't know what the schedule is, but um, part of the Speed Sport lineup for Mav as well. So... Um, super excited with how that went. Everybody was really happy with that. And um, so... I'm sure that that part of it will continue, but yeah, that's a lot of racing. We were on, yeah. we are on the track at eight in the morning for practice and it just practice. Then the driver's meetings about an hour and a half, um, because we give away about $4,000 in prizes each day to the drivers through, um, ticket drawings at, at each meeting. Um, and, uh, you know, you give away tires and bodies and, bicycles and all kinds of stuff. There's, you know, Lanier James, who promotes the event, he really wants all the racers, as many racers as possible to go home with something. So even if you don't win a race, you, you got something. And, um, so yeah, he, he loves the prize trailer. We, we did it. And then, you know, you're in the two rounds of qualifying and then 22 features. It's, there's not a lot of downtime. <laughs> no, you don't, you don't have a whole lot of time. It sounds like to go get a snack. No. for sure. And I, you know, the, the, I've been doing this 20 years and I had Bobby Waltrip for a little while in the booth with me, kind of in the middle of that run. And then here the last number of years, I've been back to doing it myself again. Have anybody this year with you? Um, Josh Ray, who was a five-time champion of the event, is a local um, crate late model racer on the dirt. Um, stopped by on Saturday for the first I think four or five events and kind of did some back and forth with me, but no other than that, I was doing it solo. Um, so I think I, I've pretty much, I've told them I, I, uh, I would like a partner for next year. So yeah, I mean, that would, 
Yeah, that would be a lot of racing, a lot of it talking is. and, and all is. that. To have somebody up there to be able to take a little bit off, if you guys just throw it back and forth and you call the big wins and he calls the small wins, or well, if you just alternate or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's kind of just a, yeah, and, and then when, you know, when I need a rest or, or you know, if, if we, we want to do some MRN style, that kind of thing, pass the ball back and forth, It's it's uh, it, it just helps to have somebody there to take some of the, you know, because qualifying is – the way that we do it qualifying is as intense as the race because you've you're you're ba- especially in second round because you're you're only taking 10 and you got you know 30 or 40 or 50 that are trying to so you know bump it in bump it out bump it in bump it out and 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 you're you're i i try to in real time keep, keep everybody up. up yeah um so it's very fast paced and and yeah it's uh it's really unique and it's a lot of fun and it is a great event to watch. I mean, the racing's crazy. Um, you know, we had we had two or three on Saturday that were last lap passes. Um, you know, you get three or four wide on that little track and it gets real dicey because it's an eighth about an eighth mile indoor uh, dirt track and um, you know they go. You know the the last race each day is the what's called the Pro Unlimited class. It's basically a run what you brung. Oh, Cart- those guys are really two moving. cycle, four cycle. Yeah, I mean you know and and you, you start twenty and like seven finish. Um, but <laughs> you know, I mean that's not a knock. It's just that's it. You know, it's not really those that class isn't really built for indoors, but they love doing it, and and the, and and the people love watching it. Um, and those guys are great guys and gals, and they're good racers too. Um, so you know, just oh, again, a lot of fun, and 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 want to thank uh, Lanier and Shane and Scotty and everybody for having me again. That was uh, it was a great time. Um, look forward to to next year, hopefully even bigger, better things there. Um, it was great to, to have the numbers back up again this year. That's, uh, you know, you, you want a huge event and you want that atmosphere. And it certainly was that for sure in every way. It was the 30th anniversary. So, you know, we were hoping it would be special. So yeah. I mean, it turned it, out that way. It sounds special with 1400 carts there for sure. I mean, that's a lot of carts. It, it is a lot of carts. Um, when you get to, when you get to 1500, you have no wiggle room. You yeah. know, like you're, uh, you know, again, you know, running qualifying takes a certain amount of time. You can't really, it takes what time it takes to process all those carts once. And then you got to do, you know, over half of them again. Um, and, and in the second round to, to get your back half of your feature fields. So, um, again, all of that takes a certain amount of time and there isn't much you can. So what, what ends up, what you lose is basically, your your break time in between you know you, you you don't have a lot of time to one of the things that that they do for us the Lanier and 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 the crew that promote the event is they have a one of the conference rooms on the upper level of the arena inside they turn into a food room so they they we had turkey on thanksgiving and they cook all kinds of stuff and we you know for the for the staff so we you know we eat well um but there's not not as much time this year, when you're doing 15, as compared to eight or 900, you know, you just don't have that. But it was it was fun. It was a blast, and uh, look forward to seeing what the um, Mav TV turns out to be, and being a part of it with Ralph Shaheen as well. That's going to be a a real cool thing for me, and um, 
looking forward to that. So congratulations to all of our winners. And um, again, thanks all you guys for having me again. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have Brian Lofton. and We're going to talk some modifieds here on League Lap right after this. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, post it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Tyler Ingram, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Thank you, Tyler Ankrum, for bringing us back out of the break. Tyler returning to the seat of his GMS Racing Chevy uh, for next year. And, and they the, released the new seat or a new person to drive for them next year as well. Yes. Uh, I'm drawing a Rafi Lassard. Yes, Rafi Lassard. <laughs> that is true. Uh, my mind went blank there. Yeah, Rafi uh, part-time for now, but is trying to be full-time. Um uh, again, that was part of the 
um, seat swap, John Hunter Nemechek going from the Cup Series back to the Truck Series to run a full-time season for Kyle Busch in the Truck Series. So he replaces Rafael Lasard in the four truck, and Rafi goes over to GMS, who seems to be just sort of collecting young drivers. They're, they, they're going to have about 10 trucks by the time they're done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like another yeah. year or two, they'll be up to about a 10-truck stable. Um, but uh, I hope Rafi gets full-time because I, I think he's got a bright future, and um, it uh, should be fun. I'm just happy that it's now, once again, the Camping World Truck Series which is a lot less complicated than uh, the Engrotz series that we had uh, the last couple of years. Thank you, Marcus Lamonas, for that. Okay, we're going to go um, to the hotline now because uh, on the hotline, we get to talk modifieds. One of my two favorite subjects when it comes to motorsports, super modifieds or the other one. But uh, we're going to talk some modifieds right now with uh, the driver who won what I think was a very exciting finale for the relaunch season of the Smart Modified Tour, Southern Modified Auto Race Teams Tour, uh, here in the Carolinas area at Florence last weekend. Brian Lofton is with us now. And, uh, Brian, good to have you on League Lab, presented by Victory Custom Trailers. And uh, first of all, congratulations. You are the only two-time winner of the season um, for the Smart Tour. But, of course, there were only, uh, what, I think four races. But um, you definitely had a, a, a good year overall. But that Florence race, to me, was just a crazy race. I thought it was really exciting. Didn't really know who was going to come out on top until the very end and it took a last lap i'm going to call it a nudge and run uh for you to uh get the win talk about uh that event in the day well thank you for having me first off and, of course yeah, i mean uh the uh Florence makes a for a real good racetrack you know i mean nobody's going to run away with it there because it's still abrasive so everybody's tires are going to give up um, and we had noticed through the day, you know, every time we'd make go out and make a practice run, everybody was right on top of each other with times. The parents yeah. were just, you know, phenomenal down there. I think whenever we all did our qualifying runs, we were all like one and one hundredth of a second off, like the top five. And then in qualifying was the same way. You know, I think uh, like the top five qualifiers, I think Bobby sat on the pole by like a, you know, a half a tenth or something, but then second, third, fourth, and fifth was all right there on top of each other, one hundredth apart. Yeah. Um, so everybody was really equal and, we kind of lost track position there in the beginning whenever we got in that little bump up on the first lap and uh, kind of had to fight our way and claw our way back up through there. But, uh, you know, you just couldn't really do a whole lot when everybody was on fresh rubber. So we had to wait on, on everybody to start sliding around and, and, you know, our car to get better. or Not our car to get better, but everybody else's car to fall off a little bit so that we could make some track position up. And, and it just played out just perfect there at the end. And uh, I, I think it had to be exciting to watch. And it was exciting for mine to see. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, you know, again, I, I, I try to, to, when I'm watching a race, even if I'm there to cover it for, for race chaser or whatever, I try to watch it as a fan would. So you kind of get that, that experience and, and see what, what the fans would be thinking. And um, yeah, I mean, and, and of course the finish was incredible. Brandon Ward, who was uh, subbing for Joey Coulter in the two car was leading and you caught him and just, uh, you know, like I said, I I I, I kind of call it a nudge and run. It wasn't even a bump and run per se. You just sort of nudged him just enough to get him get enough room to get underneath him, and and um, 
you know, again, nothing negative or, or whatever. Uh, you did what you have to do to win the race. But um, I know I was a little surprised. You kind of, it seemed like you uh, were shot out of a cannon the last three or four laps when she got the second. I said, well, I don't know if he's going to catch him. And then when you caught him, I said, well, I don't know if he's going to have time to make a move. <laughs> and then you ended up winning. Yeah, uh, we came off before there to, to, to take the white flag, and it got real loose on yeah. the four. Um, and then we went into one, and, and I actually touched him like that. I mean, I didn't really hit him. I more laid my bumper against him. I yeah. thought I actually messed up because I thought, you know what, I'm going to make keep him straight because I thought <laughs> that he was going to get sideways. He tried. As soon as I let go, as soon as I let go of him, he did get sideways and slid up the track a little bit. And, and was able to give us a little bit of room there to get by, and we had a good drag race down the back, and he gave me another little shot, gave it, returned the favor to me in turn three, and yeah, it was it was good fun. Brandon's a class act, and he's a lot of fun to race with, and he's always better of every, anything he ever sits in. Yeah, that's a that's a great car and a great team, and uh, you know that that worked out really well. We, you know, I look at it like there were only you know fifteen cars, but. Oh, the quality. I mean, my gosh, you know, you have Bobby Labonte, you have Max McLaughlin, who unfortunately got taken out in that first lap uh, melee that that uh, you guys had. Um, you know, you, you have Brandon subbing in for Joey, who unfortunately uh, had a, 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 a family situation that had to uh, take precedence over running the race for him. And, uh, you know, and, and just a great field of, of, of cars. So again, it wasn't necessarily that you had as many cars as you might've liked, but the quality and the show that you guys put on was phenomenal. And I, I, after seeing you guys run at Florence, I know you'd run there um, a few weeks before, but after seeing you run there uh, in person, that is just an ideal track in my mind for the smart tour to, um, to run because there's two distinct grooves there and you guys can really uh, get on the throttle and use the race cars a little bit more than you can at some of the smaller tracks. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll be honest with you. After the first time we went there, um, after practice, I was like, man, I don't like this place. I hope we don't come back. And then after we <laughs> ran the race, I, think, I said, I think this is one of my favorite races. <laughs> the race is really good. Everybody, you know, like you say, it was two, two distinct grooves. Yeah. And with, with the way the place wears out tires, it's just, just right for, for modified racing, very, very conductive for good side-by-side racing. Well, it was an interesting strategy race, too, because this time it was 75 laps, and you had a 25-lap stage, and then, you know, the, the remaining 50. And again, it from a fan's point of view, I mean, I was waiting to see how many of you would would take advantage of this, the, the, the first end of the first stage to, to make pit stops. And um, I didn't bring my notebook into the studio with me from, from, but I think there were only one or two cars that actually pitted at that point. A lot of you waited longer and it was kind of interesting the way that all played out because I feel like in the end you were one of the, I think one of the later ones to pit if I remember right. And it, and it worked out just right for you. Well, we all actually pitted at the same time. Actually, in, in practice, we, we did a little qualifying run, and, and, you know, a lot of people did, and then they put on and went out and did a race run. And, and I, I looked back at the race monitor before the race, and I noticed that we ran 17 laps under a 17.50, and everybody else, nobody ran under nine laps under a 17.50. So I knew wow. we had a really good long-run car. It was a matter of taking care of it and making sure that they didn't abuse it too early. And especially when everybody was on fresh tires, you know, I could have went hard 
and tried to push the issue and really tried to get after it and, and hurt my tires trying to pass them, or I could have laid back a little bit, let them come to me, and then it's a lot easier to pass. You don't have to use up near as much tires. So that was kind of the strategy that I was going with. And, you know, that's a hero or zero thing. I, I, I look good now, but <laughs> I could have very easily backfired. And yeah. ended up, actually, I think a lot of the crew uh, was like, tell him to go, tell him to go, tell him to go. But it's like, you know, you don't want to use too much up too fast because you know where that's going to get you. Right. Yep. Well, you you had a, a, a you had a really good spotter too for that race. I understand John Holloman was uh, up on top, uh, helping you get through that race. Uh, how much how much input from John made the difference for you in 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 the later stages of the race? Because uh, obviously you were uh, you were hustling it pretty good the last uh, fifteen twenty laps. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've got quite a bit of seat time in a modified map. I don't really need a whole lot of help other than just telling me what's going on around me. But he did a great job spotting and, you know, kept me calm. And especially whenever I was running down, it's so easy to, to overdrive one whenever you know you've got a car and yeah. coming down to the end of the race and everybody's getting excited and just staying calm. And, you know, a race car driver knows what somebody needs to hear, hear and knows what what they want and, and what is going to help them in those situations. He did a good job keeping me calm, saying, you're going to get there, just stay calm, keep running your line, keep hitting your marks. and and uh, you know it, it all worked out. I, I can't thank all of them enough. Well, it's uh, you. You've been driving for Shady Grady Racing, and and I want you to talk about them a little bit because uh, first of all, I just think that Shady Grady Racing is a cool ass team name. I I, I just I, I love it. Um, but of course, there's a lot of history there. Talk about uh, talk about the team a little bit. Well, like you said, they've been around modified racing for probably as long as modified racing has been around. I mean, um, Grady Sr. owned cars for his brother Robert for years, and then they've, they've separated from Robert and did their own thing with, with other drivers. But like I say, they're, they're just a name, staple name in the modified world and won and done about everything you can do. So it's, it's great to be around those guys and just the knowledge and the preparation. You know, the, the race car, Whenever you get to the racetrack, they're prepared to a T, and you know everything's right whenever you sit in it. You don't have to worry about, is this right, is that right? You don't have to help them along with what they should be doing. I pretty much just sit in it, tell them what I feel, and they, they make it right from there. I mean, that's, they do the hard part. I got the easy job. <laughs> now, when you look back uh, across this abbreviated year of return for the Smart Modified Tour, share some thoughts with us about uh, – what you think about where the tour is at and maybe what you'd like to see uh, going forward for 2021. Well, I, I really think that, I mean, it's, it's obviously done huge things for, for Southern Modified Racing here and, and to bring a tour back. We knew there was enough cars down here to support a tour. We knew there was quality of cars down here to support a tour, and I think we've showed that for sure. So, you know, it'd be great to get some sponsors on board, get some more uh, financial help to the teams as far as purses, um, I think that, you know, going to some different venues next year, hopefully the COVID thing will let up a little bit and let us go to some different venues, show what we can do some different places. Um, you know, I, I can't thank everybody, Chris and, and all the guys that, that have put this together. Bert, you know, I know he had a big hand in it just for, for putting it together and all the hard work. I mean, it, it was kind of thrown together quick. And I think that from the first race to the last race, the organization and you know, how the races were run really stepped up a lot. And I'm sure with a lot of preparation over the winter and a lot more time to get prepared for things that, that it's just going to grow and grow and grow and, and get better from here on out. 
Well, certainly uh, hope that you're right and look forward to a big 2021 for the Smart Modified Tour. If you'll hang on, Brian, we're going to put you back in the land of hold for a little bit, let you enjoy some more of the Todd Starn Show while we take a break and we'll pick you up on the other side, talk to you some more. We're talking with Brian Lofton, who uh, won the last uh, Smart Modified Tour race of the season last weekend at Florence, and we'll continue to do that as Lee Lap, presented by Victory Custom Trailers, continues right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Interesting that uh, we are apparently awaiting an announcement about Chandler Smith's 2021 season. Um, so, uh, Chandler brings us out of the break and, uh, we 
Uh, we'll be waiting. I think I saw something that uh, told me that uh, there could be an announcement as soon as today, but obviously that didn't happen. So uh, sometime this week, hopefully, we'll find out what Chandler Smith is doing. Um, again, you know, one never knows here, but uh, my suspicion would be that the potential is there for a full-time truck season for him for next year. So we'll have to see um, what happens. But uh, anyway, we continue with League Lap, presented by VictoryCustomTrailers.com, and want to acknowledge the folks from Victory Custom Trailers for uh, being such gracious uh, friends and partners of ours uh, here at Race Chaser Radio, and of course, uh, Chris Hedinger and the folks at Victory Custom Trailers. The more custom you want a trailer, the more they shine. But regardless of whether you want a brand new custom trailer or you just want uh, something they might have on the lot, um, they've got all kinds of trailers, not just racing trailers, but trailers for every imaginable purpose. And the cool thing about Victory Custom Trailers is you can go to their website at victorycustomtrailers.com. You can tap a button and literally design your own trailer right on the website. Um, if you want uh, to talk with Chris or one of his sales team about uh, what you're looking for in a trailer and what you're going to use it for, um, again, if they don't have what you're looking for, they will make sure that they find it and get it for you, and they will ship anywhere. They just sent one to Russia not long ago. So uh, that, wherever you are, they will find you. Um, so Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go. They're racers themselves, so they know what racers want. But again, um, whatever your, your need, horse trailer, uh, toy hauler, whatever it is, uh, they have uh, the, the opportunity and, and they have what it takes to uh, make it happen for you. So uh, let them know that the folks from Race Chaser sent you to them. If you would, if we're going to go back to the hotline. We have... Uh, Brian Lofton with us from the Smart Modified Tour. Brian, um, real quick, I want to go back a little bit, and I want to ask you, how did you get hooked up with Shady Grady Racing to begin with? Um, actually, last year, um, they had called me. Uh, Jeremy Gershner was driving for them, and I yeah. obviously did a great job, won a couple of championships, and he couldn't make it up here for one of the the open and Bowman gray night. So they called me the night, actually Jeremy called me the night before the race and said, Hey, I'm not going to be able to make it. Um, Grady jr. Said that he would let you drive if you wanted to, the car's all sitting there. And I hate to let, I hate those guys do all the preparation and then not be able to race. So I asked if I'd drive it. And I said, yeah. So they called Grady jr. Back and then jr. Called me and uh, we put the deal together and we went out there, you know, had a little luck on our side and was able to, to get that win. And wow. Then I, I guess over the winter, um, Jeremy had decided he was wanting to do some more Northern tour racing and do some more traveling. And they're, you know, a smaller team and fall family, you know, uh, it's, it's Grady senior, his son, junior, and then you got two of the grandkids in Travis and, uh, uh, excuse me, Suzanne, um, who help and, and then, you know, friends of, of Grady senior. So it's not a real big crew that can go traveling all over the place and do that. So, they decided that, that Jeremy was going to go travel up north and, and do the racing that he wanted to do, and they were going to try and stay more local. And then they uh, gave me the call to see if I'd be interested in driving for him down here. And, you know, the rest is kind of history. Well, <laughs> what sweet history it is. You've had a, <laughs> a terrific record with uh, with them, to say the least, and uh, got a couple of wins this year. What can we expect next year? Are you planning a full assault on the uh Smart modified tour, or talk about what twenty one looks like for you. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, as long as they'll have me driving it, I'm going to sit in for them for sure. You know, it's a great group of guys. I enjoy being around them. They're a lot of fun. And, you know, it's like I say, I don't think there's a better ride that you could be in in the South right now as far as the preparation and the equipment that they bring to the racetrack every week. And that, that shows both when Jeremy was driving it and, and me both. You know, they're, they're always up front. And, you know, you've got a car that's, that's capable of winning whenever you go to the racetrack with them. No doubt. Uh it's great to see modified racing back kind of central uh, in the South again. Um, talk a little bit about, I mean, you grew up, I think, around racing, right? I mean, talk a little bit about your background and, and, and talk maybe about what you might remember about modified racing from the older days. Because I know I could go all the way back to the 70s and, you know, think about guys like Satch Worley and Paul Radford and some of the other guys from back in that era that were speedy in, you know, the speedy Thomas car and the Clarence's steakhouse car, um, you know, just again, guys that, um, that to me being, you know, up North and reading about them and then Paul and Satch both came up and ran a Swiggo Speedway were, which was my local track. Uh, and both, I think actually got wins there. Um, and talk a little bit about what you remember from the older days. Cause I, I just feel like modifieds, uh, to me are the premier division. I, I love the late models, but to me, there's nothing like a good old fashioned modified race. And I'm, I'm just really happy to, uh, to see the smart modified tour resurrecting itself, uh, and hopefully in for a big season next year. Oh, I absolutely couldn't agree. Um, yeah, my, my father always raced modified. When yeah. I was growing that's up, what so, I thought. You know, it was something that. It, you know, as soon as I was able to, that's that's all all I wanted to do. You know, that's, that's, I was zeroed in on it and focused on it. And that's that I wanted to figure out how to how to figure out a way to get in in one and drive. And you know, all I, all I cared about growing up. So, but yeah, I kind of I don't remember a whole lot of the, the Paul Rapper days. I think he was kind of on his, you know, way way kind of out. I remember him driving, you know, Fareed Baden a little bit, but I don't think that was his heyday. I think whenever he was driving Clarence's car was, yeah. was kind of his heyday. But I remember Satch and Speedy Thompson's car in yep. 07, and boy, was he tough to beat in that. And, um, you know, Dad actually bought a couple cars from Speedy, and, you know, Speedy was a very sharp guy, and, you know, a lot of innovation came from from those guys. Uh, you know, I, I feel like that was the heyday of not just modified racing, but all racing, because that was whenever you know, the innovation came within instead of yeah. us going out here and buying cars and tweaking on them a little bit to make them fast. It was figuring out how to build something, how to make something and make it fast. And, you know, I would have given anything to have been 15 years earlier in my career and be able to, to get a little bit of that and build your own stuff and see who can build the fastest car rather than make something that somebody else built fast. That's, uh, you know, I just, I, I enjoy seeing shows about it, reading about it, anything, you know, I've read Richie's book and, several of the books on them and you know that they they lived a lifestyle back then that, that we didn't we didn't get a chance to do this day and age yeah for sure well yeah some of them uh i mean gosh uh richie evans guys like richie and and you know bentley warren is still living the lifestyle at i think about 77 years old or however old he is now he's not racing anymore but still running around the country on his harley with the the, the bandana and, and the boots and the whole you know get up <laughs> Um, you know, th- that was a, a whole different generation and, and, uh, man, Richie could, could, uh, party like nobody's business. And I remember somebody saying once, how can you, how can you drink so much the night before a race and jump in a race car and go run 
so fast for 300 laps. And, and Richie's response would always be, have you ever tried running for 300 laps in the Model 5 with a hangover? You, know, you want to get in and out of the right. cars. You want to get it over with as quick as you can. You know, there, there was an incentive there. But, uh, you know, he would, you know, those guys were legends. And even the body styles back then, um, you know, I used to love the old Gremlin modifieds. Uh, you know, it, there were just so many cool different styles of bodies. Now the cars all look so much more alike. They're, I don't want to call them cookie cutter, but they kind of are. Um, you know, it, it doesn't detract from the excitement of the racing, but just it, it's just a different era now uh, in the sport in general. But, um, you know, I, I, I've got to believe that it was a whole lot of fun growing up um, around racing with your dad and, and being able to, to, to be a part of that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and my dad, you know, I think he not by necessarily want to, but by necessity because he didn't have the funding that some people had. Yeah. He, he kind of hung on to that for a, a little while later and, and built his own stuff. You know, I can remember building chassis with him and, and putting stuff together with him and, you know, trying to innovate and, Instead of just going out and buying it, which, you know, racing's racing, and it is what it's come to today, and, you know, we love it, and we're going to keep doing it. Oh, yeah. That's the golden era of it that is for sure. definitely, you know, the, the highlight of it, for sure. You know, it's something that we'll never see again, but, man, it, it's great to have been a part of and to see it still remembered by folks like yourself. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, and I, I mean, I'm a '70s kid, and and uh, I was born in '67. Started going to a swiggle in '73, at uh, five years old, and 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 just fell in love with both super modifieds and the modifieds, and no matter what else I cover, and I love it all, but uh, those two divisions are always going to be um, at the center of my my core, so to speak, as far as motorsports. And um, what do you like to do when you're not racing? What What is, talk about, uh, what do you do off the track? What uh, t- Tell us a little bit about who you are. Well, I've got two uh, sons. One's 12, and actually he's having a fit to... Uh get some racing going. He's, he's played a little bit with uh, many outlaws at Millbridge and ran some go-karts. Uh-huh. Now he's, he's, he's wanting to, to progress a little further and get a little more into it. So we're going to dabble in that a little bit. And then I've got another one that is uh, three that's into everything. So he keeps me busy too at <laughs> night. Um, but you know, I, I work for my father, you know, actually running the transmission shop now for him. So okay. work long days. And that's part of the reason that, you know, I had to cut my own team down with, with yeah. working and, and children and stuff to tough to devote the amount of time that you need to, to do it right. Um, so, you know, I pretty much do go do what my kids want to do on the weekends and, and at nights now, you know, with their, their time is more valuable to me than anything on myself. For sure. um, so, just uh, built a house about a year ago and just got me a garage up beside it. So we're still kind of getting everything settled in there. But uh, mostly I'm either working or playing with kids. <laughs> well, sounds like uh may not be too long and Shady Grady may have to come up with a second car for your son. <laughs> well, it's better he'll be uh, put me out of the seat one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, Dad, that's it. You're done. My turn now. Uh, well, we're we're always happy to talk with you, Brian, and uh, look forward to um, keeping up with uh, what what you're doing and what's going on for 2021 with the Smart Modified Tour. Appreciate you uh, taking some time to talk with us and uh, have a. If we don't catch up with you again, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and we'll uh, see you on the other side. Thank you so much, sir. I appreciate you having me.
That is Brian Lofton, and we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about cars, as in the race show. We're going to talk about the trade show coming up next weekend in Hickory, the Cars Racing Show with Kate Dillon, who is the promoter of said show. Right around the corner, we'll be back with more after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Second hour of Lead Lab presented by Victory Custom Trailers. Now underway on the Performance Motorsports Network and Race Chaser Radio. My name is Tom Baker, and 
James Mellick, we call him Red, uh, is our producer and is sharing the space in the WSIC studio with me this evening. And on the hotline, we are now going to move from talking about modifieds to talking about uh, a, a retail trade show for motorsports that sort of grew out of necessity. This is a a case, in my opinion, of making some really tasty lemonade out of a giant lemon that has been 2020 in terms of uh, motorsports in a lot of ways. Kate Dillon joining us from the Cars Racing Show. And uh, Kate, it's great to have you on the program. Now, if you would, I'd love to have you start by giving us the genesis of this year's Cars Racing Show, which is uh, presented by Daytona One Performance Lubricants. Um, You basically went right to work, you and your group, right after PRI was canceled. Um, You got busy and you put together what should be a really nice little show uh, for us all to attend, not this coming weekend, but next weekend, December 11th and 12th in Hickory. Well, thanks so much for having me on the show, Tom. And and how it really all happened was back in like 2011, 2012, and, and 2013, my dad and my brother and another partner put together a racing trade show yes. they had in Hickory and then in Charlotte. So really what happened was once FEMA canceled this year, then a lot of manufacturers were starting to get nervous, like, hey, PRI is next. PRI is next. Yeah. And, you know, of course, in 2020, nobody knows what's going to happen next. I mean, none of us do. Well, I I work with manufacturers all the time because I have another company. I sell race car parts online, and and I generally go to PRI to shoot videos. I I show off the new products, and I meet with my manufacturers. So I had one of my manufacturers come to me and say, well, well, Kate, if PRI cancels, what are you going to (laughs) do? I was like, what do you mean? It'll be fine. It's like post-election. It'll be fine. And then, of course, it just kind of got the ball rolling on that. And so I have to give great props out to uh, Wes over at Superior Bearing. He he kind of put that bug in my ear and and then talking amongst some folks and then called my brother and and he found out the convention center was available. So we um, we just kind of pegged it. I mean, we were just kind of waiting. We didn't know. We didn't know. I mean, if PRI had happened, we would, I would be there. Um, but. We just kind of just in conversation, talked to the manufacturers, kind of felt it out. And, you know, hey, is this something you'd be interested in doing? And we got a resounding yes. So when PRI canceled, then we'd already kind of were able to hit the ground running. because We'd had a lot of those conversations and we were able to just keep, keep moving forward. I mean, it's a lot to do in a three month time frame. PRI announced on September 14th. We announced on the 15th that we were doing this. And it's less than three months later, and we've pulled together a great show. I think it's going to be the best show really ever. We've got some heavy hitters that are going to be part of this show. And a lot of new companies that maybe people are going to get their first exposure to. So I'm really excited about both fronts, you know, where you bring the really established companies. We've got Pro Fabrication, Headers and Exhaust. We've got Winters. Winters Performance is coming down from, from Pennsylvania. I mean, those are just a couple of, you know, like really heavy hitters in this in this industry. We've got Bill Steen and AFCO, some big hitters. And we've also got some, like I said, some newer newer folks as well. So I, I really think we're hitting it on all all levels for, for the show for racers. Yeah, I was looking through the list of uh, exhibitors. And, it, of course, it's I've been kind of keeping an eye on the 
website, and it's um, continued to grow and evolve uh, since you and I first talked about the show, um, I think probably almost two months ago now. And mm-hmm. um, it, there's a lot of variety here. As you, as you said, there's, there's, you know, it's not just kind of the local and regional companies. There's a lot of national companies there um, and, and a lot of different uh, kind of an array of products and services that uh, are kind of all mixing in here. And then, of course, you'll have a lot of the local tracks and series as well. Um, it, I think the variety that you got is fantastic for this, especially considering it kind of all happened so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very fortunate, you know, that in the seven years, actually it's the trade show that brought me to North Carolina. And once that was done back in 2013 is when yeah. I started Trade Insider. So, yes. you know, now I've had seven years of getting to know a lot of these manufacturers, not all of them that are on this list, but quite a few of them, you know, that have become, you know, personal friends and, you know, they've been my go-to people. So, you know, it's, this industry is all about relationships. I think, you know, that as well as I do, you, yeah. know, you and I know, knowing each other for, for several years now yes. as well. Well, mm-hmm. and I look at, uh, again, I look at your show and, and I, uh, it is really kind of a, uh, a a scaled down, obviously greatly scaled down version of uh, uh, PRI. I mean, you can't, you know, there's, <laughs> there's no way you were going to pack uh, all of uh, Indianapolis inside the Hickory Convention Center. But um, this is really, I think, a, a great opportunity for local race teams and tracks and series to sort of go and and get to know the latest products and what's coming out for 21. And, um, and like you said, the relationship aspect of this, um, can't be overstated. It's, it, it comes at the time of the year when, you know, if you're looking for sponsorship or whatever, you, you know, you want to, uh, be talking to those companies, but also if you're looking for parts or you're just, you know, looking for, for new stuff for your race car or, or, you know, driver apparel, whatever it is, uh, there's going to be, uh, I think, uh, again, a lot of uh, variety here. Well, and I think it's also a big opportunity because, yeah, it's obviously way smaller. I mean, PRI is like 1,300 exhibitors. Oh, yeah. It's also fifty to 60,000 people. You know, it's it's an amazing show. It's this a zoo. is like 100, <laughs> like 200 booths. Um, well, 200 booth spaces. So I want to say like just over 100 exhibitors. Okay. And we're not going to have 50 or 60,000 people. Right. I mean, I, I'm telling you, we're not going to. Right. So you're not going to be as crowded. Um, it's also, you know, if you really look at the whole scale of the show or the, the whole breadth of the show, it's mostly circle track. We right. don't have a lot of drag racing. Right. It's, it, there'll be a little bit of that. There's going to be a little sprinkles of different kinds of racing throughout. But if you're a dirt or an asphalt circle track racer, this is going to be a great show. And not only will you be able to see the new products, but the really key difference here is we are, we, this is a selling show. Yeah. So it's not a swap meet or an auction. It's nothing like that. It's like, Hey, if you like what I do on my website, I'm going to, I'm going to set up a, basically a pop-up shop and you've got all of these pop-up shops. So if you're seeing the newest product, not only do you get to see them, you get to buy them and take sure. them home with you from a um, great number of the of the manufacturers. And I, and I expect that we're going to see some really good show specials that you will only be available at the show. And you'll actually get a few minutes to talk to these people like you don't get. I mean, when you're so <laughs> rushing around PRI, when I'm there and I'm trying to see it all, I can't, I absolutely cannot see everything I want to see. P- and, 
I think I think this is going to be a, a just a friendlier. Um, just, just an opportunity. The biggest thing is opportunity. Yeah, I, I agree with you. PRI is like speed dating. That's how I yes. equate it. It's really, you get about, you're lucky to get five minutes with somebody to be, you know, especially if, if you're catching them in the, in, in the middle of the day when it's the most crowded, um, it's really just, uh, and, and again, I don't mean this in a derogatory way. It's just such a no. big show and there's so many people, it becomes almost like a cattle drive and there's no, there's very little, uh, time for sort of more relaxed and intimate conversation to try and, you know, achieve a goal of whatever you're trying to do um, and get mm-hmm. to know people and build that relationship. This show, as you say, not nearly as big, not nearly as many people. Um, so it's an opportunity to to spend more time with each of the exhibitors uh, that you may want to. And the cool thing that, that you did um, that I, you know, I, I think is great is um, – you know, free tickets. I mean, you're encouraging mm-hmm. people to come out and, you know, it isn't about making a bunch of money. It's really about just trying to put on a show that, that helps the community uh, on a local and, and regional level here. And uh, also gives the exhibitors an opportunity to have that, that chance to sell and, and, and uh, do business going into 2021 as well. Well, we you know, I really felt like with, without having PRI, it was just this, giant void just this big void like what are we going to do how are we going to get this you know i'm i do a lot of uh content you know i shoot a lot of video i shoot enough video at pri in four days to last me for facebook posts and youtube posts for three months yeah so how how am i going to get the information about the newest products you know how would i do that i mean is it that can i if, if I never have to be on another Zoom call, I, I don't think I'll shed a tear. You know, <laughs> it, when I'm when I'm forced to do it, you know, there are times times and places for that. But do I feel like that's the best way of of learning about this? Not not for me, and I don't think so for my audience. And I and I'll do that with some stuff. But sure. it, it's I think there's just nothing like being able to see it, touch it, be there, right there with it. Uh, so it, it's it's a big. It was just a giant void. Without having PRI, how are we going to get that out? And and also with those smaller companies, you know, I, you know, some of these big companies they can stay home and they'll right. they'll be just fine. You know, the the really giant companies, but these small companies that need to reach an audience to get a little bit of um, traction with their products and just get them in front of people, you know, that that really 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 missing out if you don't have some type of a show to go to, to be able to present their product. Exactly. Okay. Uh, if, if you would, Kate, uh, we're going to put you back into the land of hold for a few moments while we uh, take a commercial break. When we come back, I want to talk more about the show and I want to talk about Crate Insider as well. So uh, sure. we'll have more with Kate Dillon coming up when Lead Lap presented by Victory Custom Trailers returns right after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less... 
BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. We continue with Lead Lap, presented by Victory Custom Trailers. Also want to thank the folks from mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Uh, They are a big part of what we do at Race Chaser Radio. Appreciate them very much, Uh, Uh, Again, if you're looking for a first career or maybe just a new career, uh, My Computer Career has everything that you need for a better life. If you're looking for a change, just go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. If you feel like IT is a career that you would like to pursue, you can do so with My Computer Career simply with training one to two days a week online. That's it. Um, And once you're ready to enter the workforce, which can be in as little as four to six months, uh, you, they will work with hundreds of employers and help you get placed. 
And, of course, there are way more job availabilities right now in that field than there are qualified folks to, to fill them. I think there's about a quarter of a million jobs in the IT field available. So uh, they have financial aid available if you qualify, including the GI Bill. There is no reason not to uh, at least look into this if you're looking for uh, a change in terms of your profession. Um, that could really be a key for you. So mycomputercareer.edu, it's not rocket science. You don't have to be a computer nerd. Uh, they really walk through it with you and mentor you and guide you all the way through and into uh, your new career. So um, thanks to them for being a part of what we do. We go back to the hotline and talk with Kate Dillon from the Cars Racing Show that is coming up uh, December 11th and 12th. That's not this coming weekend as this show is airing live, but uh, the next weekend after December 11th and 12th at the Hickory Convention Center in Hickory, North Carolina. Kate, can you talk uh, a little bit for those who are listening to the show, if they want to, if somebody's listening and wants to have a booth and doesn't yet, how does that process work? Uh, just contact me, and I'd be, I've got just a couple of spots left, and we could squeeze you in. So now, you know, just also just to tell you, I mean, we've already sent off our event guide to the printers, so I may not be able to get a new exhibitor into the guide, but we could certainly find you a spot on the show floor. We've got a few spots left. Perfect. Okay. Now, if you are, if you just want to be an attendee, um, how does that work? Yeah, just go to carsracingshow.com. And I'll tell you about the name in just a minute here, too, but carsracingshow.com. And right there on the front page is you'll see up in the right hand side, if you're on a desktop, you'll see get tickets or free tickets, something like that. Yep. And or you can there's a big header there. So it just says look for the word ticket and that'll take you to another screen. You click one more button and, and then you can sign up and get you can actually sign up for a number of people. So, you know, if you want to bring your whole team, you can be able to click that button and you can get multiple tickets. Uh, what, we, what we really wanted to do is to try to you mentioned earlier, we're just trying to do something for the industry. We yeah. felt like it was really needed. Um, but the other piece of this is we want to bring a little bit of that professional experience about having badges, you know, because um, yeah, a lot of times you see people not in their fire suits and yet it's hard to recognize them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so no idea I want people are. to have name badges because, and, and I don't expect everybody to know my name either, but we really feel like that's going to expedite the price process. So I'd rather do free admission, you know, do these free tickets and that'll allow us to pre-print all of these badges beforehand so you can just show up, be able to say your name and get your badge and go right in. And, you know, we really want to minimize them in the times that we live in. We want to minimize any lines. We want to just take down any barriers of, of how we can make this happen as efficiently as possible. And I, I mean, it would not, it would not be proper for me to do this interview about this show without uh, talking about the giant elephant in the room. So, yeah. um, <laughs> what kind of uh, uh, protocols and policy and procedures are in place in terms of, um, you know, masks and and all of that, uh, social distancing? How is that going to work at your show? Well, you know, a lot of people have asked, well, are you, can you really even have this show? I mean, what about the governor and, like, only 10 people can gather inside? Well, the thing is, we're not a gathering. 
we are a retail show. So we are retail just like Walmart, just like Lowe's. Right. And they, we are retail. We are there to buy things. So the, the one thing that's affected that is uh, we're still trying to work through the details. We, we were planning on doing a big promoter's workshop. But being inside in a classroom environment, we might be able to do some social distancing. We're not 100% sure. Um, we've, we've been flexible on that particular piece. But yeah. as far as the rest of the show is we are a retail show. Now, we are in North Carolina, and the North Carolina um, governor, you know, of course, we want to follow the law and everything. So we do ask if people are sick, please stay home. I mean, like, yes, please. please just stay home. If you're if you're feeling sick, if you you know, if you're asking yourself, you wake up in the morning. I think we've all had this because now it's like been 70 degrees here. So one one day it's 50, the next day it's 70. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you've got allergies because the pollen's flying in it, and you know, it's that classic like, is it a cold or is it corona? You know, so yeah. <laughs> you know, there's. I'm not making light of it. It's a terrible, terrible thing. But what I want to say about this is with, um, especially for anybody who's not as familiar with what's going on in North Carolina, so just our official statement on it is according to the North Carolina governor, masks are required at the show unless you have an underlying medical condition right. in which you cannot wear one. And in that case, you will not be asked about your medical condition as we're forbidden from asking that. And it even says in the governor's exemptions that um, – people don't necessarily have to show proof of their medical right. exemption. So you don't have to be prepared with that. So that's just it. We'll have masks available if people want them. We have extra sanitation okay. stations. We'll, we'll have a therm- We're not going to require that people get temperature checked, but we'll have um, the touchless thermometers in case, you know, hey, wow, I, I think I feel okay. My forehead's hot. Could you, you know, give me, tell me about my temperature real quick? We, we want to be prepared for all of that. Yeah. You know, just, we want to do all the things that we can do because we need to do this. We really need this in racing. We need this show not because of any bottom line I'm trying to, to reach. We need this because we need to get the information from our manufacturers to the racers, into the hands of the racers. And this is really the best way to make that happen. Well, it really so, is. obviously, be safe. You know, if you're sick, please stay home. I mean, not a, not a problem. No one's going to judge you. And there's that. Yeah, I guess that's the whole statement, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, and again, I think people need to, if if you don't feel comfortable, uh, don't come. It's okay. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, and, uh, but... Uh, it's, it's great that we're doing this. I mean, let's be real here. These, these retailers that are, uh, vending at the show, uh, they need to sell product. I mean, they need to, uh, you know, they're, they're in business to make money and, and to sell things. And this year has been a really, um, upside down year in a lot of ways. A lot of tracks have been able to have fans. Some tracks have never opened, um, all of the businesses in the motorsports area have taken a hit in some sort of way. So this is a, a great opportunity. Um, so again, carsracingshow.com is the website. You can go there and uh, Kate is right in the top, right? There's a big yellow button that says tickets, just click it. Mm-hmm. And if you miss that one and you start scrolling down the page, there's another one that says 
free tickets. So just in case you missed the first big yellow button, the second one even clarifies that they're free and free is yeah. good. Um, I don't have my usual bell. Somebody stole my bell. Uh, they put put some Christmas cheer up here in the studio and the bell's gone. I would have dinged that oh. because free is good. So it is free to attend as a fan or, or a team member or whatever. If you're just attending, obviously um, now for exhibitors, is there a cost for that? Yeah, yes, yes, there definitely is. I mean, okay. you, you can't put on a show like this for free. And well, it's that's... not possible. So, you know, there's a convention center to rent and the carpet sure. and the aisles and the badges. And, you know, there's a lot of expense, a lot of expense in planning that uh, that goes into that. So, yeah, the exhibitors are really paying the way. And we're doing the free, uh, we're doing the free tickets um, until, basically until we start printing badges. So it'll be next week that we'll cut off the free tickets and then it'll be $15 at the door. So we do want, we want everybody that wants to come. I actually would rather not take any money at the door, but since we, you know, it, I guess that's kind of the, is it a disincentive? If you're like, Hey, get it for free now, or you have to pay. Right. <laughs> so, so the incentive is, is get your free tickets now. Exactly. Um, do that, do that for sure. You know, you, it was interesting. I heard on this commercial break, um, and coming back that one of your sponsors is Victory Custom Trailers. Yes. So I think I don't think it'd be um, right if we didn't at least mention that they are one of our exhibitors at the show. I so saw that. Yeah. So they're bringing down a trailer. I'm really excited about that. Um, been talking to Chris, and they're going to have a car there too. So um, it's you know I think it's really cool. I love to see these crossovers that we. You know, where so many of us are just connected in right. all kinds of ways that we don't even realize in, until we, you know, kind of happen across them. So I want to talk about uh, Create Insider real quick. Uh, we've got about a minute left in the segment. Uh, we can we can extend just a little bit. Um, well, I want to know kind of what is Create Insider for those in our audience who is, aren't familiar with it. And if someone wants to um, kind of be a part of it or whatever, talk about how, what that is and how it all works. Um, at its core, I sell race car parts, but I specifically sell race car parts for racers who are running GM crate engines. Okay. So it's going to be a GM 602, GM 604, or a CT525. And not only do I sell the parts, but I create a whole lot of content to really show people how to use parts, how to pick the best this or that. And we, it's very, very targeted, very niche. Um, you won't be able to find every single race car part that exists on the planet. I have access to a lot more, but I'm very specific in the market in that these are, you know, th- these are the best products we've found for this segment of the market. Well, uh, how does somebody uh, become f- more familiar with it? Oh, great. Um, website is CrateInsider.com. Okay. Just CrateInsider.com. And catch all of our social media channels. Well, we do really primarily – we do more video than about anything else. So I do like a weekly live show on our Facebook page, but that goes over to YouTube as well. Nice. And uh, then all roads lead back to the website. So, of course, we're on Instagram. And, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, I phone it in on Twitter. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just so, so hard. We're, we're definitely. <laughs> Twitter's yeah, the hardest it one. In. It's like I feel like that is the most uh, you got to really spend a lot of time on Twitter to be, and uh, gosh, you and I run businesses. It's just hard to sit there all day and chat, you know? 
Well, I mean, honestly, do I, I don't do I go to Twitter to actually market? No, I just go there to argue and like watch the drama unfold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. like I just show up on Twitter with my my, my popcorn. popcorn. That's, yeah. that's why I'm on. That's the only reason I ever even go to Twitter is to bring out the popcorn and be entertained. So. <laughs> Kate, it's been it's, a, it's just less of a marketing channel for sure. For sure. <laughs> well, uh, again, CraneInsider.com, CarsRacingShow.com. Uh, go to the Cars site if you're in the area and you want to go to the show. Uh, go to the Cars site and uh, all kinds of information there, hotel information as well if you need that. Uh, everything is there for you. So, uh, Kate, thanks for being on the show and uh, look forward to seeing you at your show uh, coming up yes. next weekend. Yeah. Wow. It just, it came out of nowhere and um, I'm excited to be there. Uh, I think we're going to have an absolutely fantastic show this year. It's going to be talked about for years to come. So I, I, so I definitely look forward. I hope more of your audience signs up. We're definitely looking forward to having a great show. We're going to make this happen. We'll see you there awesome. next weekend. Have a great night. That's Kate Dillon. And we're going to take a break when we come back more of We Lap right after this. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'll come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? 
Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Lead Lab, presented by VictoryCustomTrailers.com. Now, a uh, funny story. Last segment, we, we alluded to the fact that um, I didn't have my usual. I have a, we have a bell. If you're listening for the first time, we have a bell in the studio. It's just a little simple, you know, like you'd see at the counter of the store when you want to, you know, bring bell for service. Just... You know, and and uh, we've kind of made that a prop that we uh, we use at certain times to uh, you know prop something up. It's like a two thumbs up. And <laughs> while when, when the bell wasn't right within my Melik was looking all around the studio for it, and couldn't find it, and finally uh, finally uh, Tim brought it in. Yeah, and I happened to look outside and I saw Tim making laps through the hall, and I'm like, "What is Tim doing?" <laughs> and then all of a sudden the segment ends, and here he comes with the bell. Tim Cheryl like, from well, WSIC, awesome. he was a huge race fan, and uh, is really it's, it's awesome to to have Tim uh, around and 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 to work with Tim, and uh, so he brought it in, so we would have the bell. So there you go. Um, okay, so a couple of subjects to address before we leave uh, here tonight. We got about a half hour left. First, what I want to talk about over the weekend, um, and I, I mean. There are certain times I've been around this sport long enough that I've, you know, I've seen a lot of, you know, bad stuff happen. And uh, I've seen it in front of me at the track I was at. I've seen fire. I've seen, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, There was a crash over the weekend, the F1 race, that just was beyond comprehension. I mean, you looked at... The car, I mean, um, Roman Grosjean just either something broke or I, I don't know what happened, but there was no fall off in speed, no nothing, just shot into um, an Armco barrier. Uh, and he was going fast enough that the the car wedged in the barrier and somehow the fuel bladder fuel tank whatever was damn we we ended up it, it pretty much exploded yeah it looked like a bomb went off yeah i mean it was just a, an a, an explosion and uh i mean you just hold your collective breath because you 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 look you're looking at and and it's like you know lord come on help him get him out get him out get him out and 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 the safety crew was there within you know seconds but it didn't seem like it, it, it was such a an intense situation. And, and um, I mean, you, you're just thinking the worst. And all of a sudden, you're, you're watching. They're, they're showing you kind of the over-the-barrier shot um, of them fighting the fire. And almost as if out of the ashes comes Roman Grosjean. And I think caught the, the one... Uh, safety worker completely by surprise. You can tell by the expression on his face. It was almost as if, 
for half a second, he thought he saw a ghost, and then, you know, he grabbed, reached for his arm and grabbed it and pulled him over the barrier. And just some some slight burns on on his hands and, and such. Um, James, I mean, you and I have been around the sport a while. That was as intense and as scary as anything I've ever seen. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. That was... I saw that video and I was watching the race when it or actually I was watching the race when it happened and when I saw it I just was in complete just shock. I was like he is there's a chance he might not be alive after that. I mean the way that car exploded into a yeah. flame like that and it broke in half and got stuck in between the barrier it was incredible. It it was it reminded me of some crashes you used to see back in the day of Indy cars when they would hit the wall yes. that claimed so many lives. Um but he walked away from it, and it just shows how far safety has come to show that safety is by far. I know we want to make these things faster. I mean, that's what the fans want, and that's what the drivers sure. want. But ultimately, it doesn't matter how fast we make those things if the person that's strapped into it can't get out of it at the end of the day. Safety is the single-handedly most important thing in racing. I mean, oh, I agree. period, hands down. Well, see, I, I agree with that. Um, and I will say that um, I do think that one safety advancement that F1 has made over the last uh, couple of years is what saved his life. And yes. that is the, uh, I call it a flip-flop because that's what it looks like, but the, 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 halo. the, the halo over yeah. the top of the, that saved <clears throat> excuse sure. me, over the top of the driver area, um, that, that is, is, to me is the only thing that saved his life. Um, the, the thing that bothers me about this is, and that's why I highlighted when I was describing the wreck, Armco barriers. Um, why in Sam Hill do we still have Armco barriers on world-class courses that formula one which is supposed to be the elite uh you know the the absolute elite of motorsport across the world why do we still have exposed armco barriers at any facility that f1 races at for that matter any facility period in 2020 when we've got so many other safety options. If there had been a NASCAR-style safety barrier in that spot that he hit, that crash is not nearly as bad. No, it just tears the nose cone off, um, smashes the front, breaks the front suspension off. It looks like a normal crash. I mean, it scares me to think what would have happened if that halo was not there. Yeah, that, that was definitely the biggest invention they created, and it proves also to the same point that IndyCar made a great decision, not leading away from F1, but they made a great decision by putting the windscreen there. Yes. I mean, you just saw well, it just saved a man's life right here because, I mean, he would have hit the guardrail with his head. And it could have been kind of sort of like an, uh, an example of what happened to Justin Wilson when he just got hit by a piece of debris. Yeah. This guy would have actually hit an Armco barrier with his head. So, well, I mean, the halo definitely saved yeah, his life. Yeah, I mean, it's it, because what if you watch the way that that, that happened um, – and and watch how the Armco barrier basically tore. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the thought of what could have happened here if not for that halo is is just almost nauseating. Um, and instead, because of the halo, no thanks whatsoever to the barrier, 
because of the halo, um, Roman Grosjean gets out of the car and, you know, is doing a, you know, well, I, I won't say a thumbs up because, well, it kind of is. He's doing a thumbs up uh, in a post, um, you know, with a thumbs up. He's got the bandages on the hands, but, you know, he's smiling. And, and I mean, it's it's a miracle, thank God, that that he survived and that it wasn't worse than it was. It's, it is a testament, I think, to the safety of the car and, and the driver seating area and all that and that halo. But um, I cannot believe it is it is disgraceful that the FIA, who has a collective heart attack, if two F1 cars just brush each other on the racetrack, I mean, you you know, God forbid, you know, we have a little hard racing, um, you know, you and, and accidentally brush each other. But we, you know, we've got courses all over the world with Armco barriers still. With all of the the advancements in barrier technology that we've got, there's just no excuse for that in my book. And I, I think it's high time that this sport as a whole decided exactly what you said uh, in, in, in your first uh, thoughts on this, which is that safety trumps Everything else. Yeah, I think that is, I know this sounds really crazy, um, but I honestly believe, not because this is the position I've worked in, I believe the most important position on a race team is the interior guy, the interior specialist. And that's no knock to anybody who does the underneath, the front end, the crew chiefs, the engineers. That's no knock to any of those guys at all whatsoever because everybody's job is important. But why does it matter how fast you can make a race car or what a race car can do? It if at the end of the day, the person that's behind the wheel of that can't climb out of that car safely. Well, and, and again, I think it goes beyond car safety. I think, you know, track safety is as critical as car safety. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's to, to me, I think it's 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 like I said, it's it's disgraceful and shameful that here we have the FIA, which controls so much of the sport across the world. OK, and, and, and they're still allowing their courses that the F1 series runs at to have barrier technology that was deadly 40 years ago. And didn't NASCAR even try to prevent that by putting tires in front of it and remove that because well, of the fact that it got bad too? So yeah, NASCAR's I mean, I, tried. Yes. I, well, well, I made the point yeah. earlier on my social that, that NASCAR is light years beyond F1 right now in, in terms of uh, course safety, track safety, um, and and they they basically lap the field in the industry because NASCAR has gone overboard to make sure that that there's there's and again, you know you're you're always finding little places at, at a track that somebody really kind of forgot about, yeah. And and as soon as NASCAR realizes that oh that could be de- they they make sure that there's a there that look if you own a racetrack and I understand it's a dollars and cents thing I get it. But you know what? If you cannot afford to have some sort of um, safer barrier than an Armco barrier, please do a GoFundMe something. I mean, you know, call me and I'll find. You know, I'll I'll I'll, I'll find some way to help you and try to get something together. Look, it. I just don't want to see that. That could have been. Awful. Yeah, it was very scary. You know, and, and thank God, uh, you know, it wasn't. But 
we've got to get our act together when it comes to safety here because it's it's just really really hard to 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 look at something like that and just know that that's just plain negligence there's no excuse for armco barriers in our sport at any level at this point in 2020 and i i really hope people uh, wake up and 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 uh, start trying to do something about this. We're going to step aside when we come back. Um, we are unfortunately going to talk about a tragedy. It wasn't a driver, but uh, we want to um, say a few words about uh, somebody um, when we return with more of Lead Lap right after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skills levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ag Council. Hi, this is Derek Gross, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Final segment of uh, League Lap for this evening on Performance Motorsports Network and Race Chaser Radio. 
Tom Baker and James Mellick inside the WSIC studio making our return after a week off uh, for the Thanksgiving uh, festivities and my trip to Batesville for the cart race. Um, sadly, we, 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 we conclude tonight's show on a bit of a, a sad note. Um, gosh, I mean, I, it's funny because I, 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 I've fallen in love with Audible. Um, for those of you who've never tried it, I think it's the most, uh, if, if I had to keep three apps on my phone and that's it, audible would be the first one I'd keep because, uh, you get to listen to books and it's great for traveling the kind of traveling I do longer distance. And, um, been listening to Jeff Gordon's last book and, um, talking about all the Hendrick Motorsports, you know, the tragedies that they've had over the years and gosh, um, just uh, even listening to somebody read the book to me, uh, it brought tears, quite frankly, on the ride home today. But um, more tragedy over the weekend. Rowdy Harrell, William Rowdy Harrell, one of the tire carriers for Hendrick Motorsports, uh, I think still on the 88 team. Um, he was Junior's re- right, re- or rear tire carrier and I think stayed with uh, Alex as he's been driving the 88 car um, he and his wife had just gotten married and they lost their lives in a car crash. My gosh. Um, I, I just, uh, again, I, you know, James, it, it, it you, you, just when you think your, your life is bad and 2020 has just been a, just a terrible, terrible year in so many ways. Um, but um, then you hear something like this and it just, uh, kind of puts things in perspective about how, um, blessed we are just to have life and how fragile and, and, and precious life can be. Um, just a, a, a sad, sad weekend and week for everybody at, uh, Hendrick Motorsports. Yeah, it's, it's definitely tough for everybody at Hendrick's for sure. You know, I saw Alex Bowman post a picture and a caption talking about it and, uh, crew chief Travis Mack changed his profile picture and all that stuff to to honor him. Uh, so it's definitely tough on those guys over there because they all worked with him. And um, just from what I knew of him, I didn't know him on a personal level, but from seeing the stuff that I saw, he was definitely a hard worker. I could tell you that. He walked on at Alabama as a football player, yeah. and you don't walk on to a Nick Saban football team and just get that position. You have to yep. earn it. Uh, he couldn't make that professional to the NFL, so he decided to go racing. And becoming a pit crew guy is not easy either. And he put in the work at one of the top-tier teams and made it to one of the best teams in NASCAR on their pit crew to the Cup Series. Um, so his work ethic, you could definitely tell, was top-notch, and he was going to put in the work. You've been a, a tire carrier, tire changer. Changer. You, you know what goes into that. Yeah. Talk a little bit about the the during the week stuff because I, I think a lot of fans assume those guys show up and race they do their thing and then you know they get the week off not so at all no no those guys um they practice like crazy i mean you're sometimes you're practicing two a day when stops aren't going the way you want them you're out there twice a day doing stops you're yeah. doing eight one in the morning then you're going to work out after you do all your conditioning you're running you're lifting weights um, you're you're an athlete out there. You do all that, and then you'll go do eight more stops. Yeah. So, I mean, you're not there for just 20 minutes. You do five stops. You go home. you got to go to the gym and lift weights. you got to go work. you got to eat right. you got a diet plan you're on. you got certain supplements you got to take. 
um, it's it's a lot of work. I mean, you may only be at the shop for five hours compared to everybody else's eight, but those five hours are grueling because you're out there. You're not just inside of an air conditioning building. You're outside yeah. in the heat running around because Hendrix has a training facility kind of pretty much outside that's built like a football field. Yeah. And these guys run around in the heat. So they're not in air conditioning. And for to be outside at that long period of a time, it's a lot of work on the body. Well, um, I'm looking at an article here, uh, again, uh, just to kind of let people know what we know, uh, the details. Um, they were killed in Florida uh, while celebrating their honeymoon. Rowdy was 30, his wife Blakely was 23, and the accident uh, took place this past, tu- uh, past uh, yeah, Tuesday, uh, November 24th, um, in the Florida Keys. Uh, they got married on the 21st. I mean, literally mm. days, just a few days um, in Alabama and then went to Florida and were traveling for their honeymoon when the accident happened. Um, Greg Ives said our entire team is absolutely devastated at the loss of Rowdy and Blakely. Uh, Greg, of course, was the crew chief on the 88 car for the past uh, six years. Um, they were such, again, I quote Greg, they were such positive, giving, and passionate people who could not have been a more perfect match. Um, Harold was driving a 2020 Toyota Corolla that collided with a Ford pickup truck on Highway 1 in uh, Lower Maitkum Key. Uh, the truck's driver was treated for minor injuries. Two passengers were seriously hurt. Um, does not... Uh, give much more detail than that. Uh, Alex Bowman said, uh, Rowdy was everything that made the 88 team the 88 team, the biggest personality and the best person. He was the happiest person you'd ever meet. Um, And that was only reinforced by his wife, Blakely. Um, And then he said uh, he will be missed every single day. Um, Before joining NASCAR, Harold was a walk-on middle linebacker at Alabama where he was a member of three national championship teams. Um, That's again, a lot of work. You yeah, don't just you, walk on. You don't walk on, but middle linebacker yeah. it, it, to boot. That's I the mean, quarterback of the defense. Yeah, you, you, you know, he didn't walk on as a punter, you know, or 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 a cornerback. He walked on as a as a middle linebacker, and I think that's. Uh, and they do everything they can when you are a walk on to try to get you to quit. Yeah, they don't. I mean, they didn't offer you a scholarship, so they're like, all right, how bad does he want it? They exactly. try to make you quit. Yeah, and he fought through that. So, yeah, I mean, that just shows, like I said, his work ethic. Yeah, I've uh, said he had an energetic and infectious personality. He was the heart and soul of our team, and always kept us motivated no matter the circumstances. Rowdy shared his love with the people around him and was loved in return. Although he will be greatly missed, his memory will continue to inspire us always. Our prayers are with Rowdy, Blakely, and the wonderful family. Um, and uh, that uh, an article in USA Today uh, that that I'm quoting there. Uh, and again, it, it just, gosh, you know, it, it is so hard Again, you you focus on your own life and your own problems, your own situation, and you you know then you you see something like this, and it's just um, it's it's hard to fathom, really, and it seems so unfair. Uh, they were just getting started, and you know obviously um, it's just uh, not something that that you you know it's going to take some time, I think, for the '88 team to to kind of heal from this, um, and uh, we certainly our our condolences, our prayers. Our thoughts are with not only everybody, Hendrick Motorsports, but also um, the family and, and loved ones of um, 
both folks. Uh, that's that's just uh, just sad, really. Uh, you don't like to. You, there's never a good time, but you certainly don't want to see it around the holidays. No, because um, now every year on the holidays, it's kind of um, you know a reminder. And I know because my dad passed away Thanksgiving Saturday, two days after Thanksgiving, and so again, it's kind of that always that um, that reminder. But um, yeah. Uh, Again, uh, you know, lots of stuff still to be decided here. We, I want to kind of end the show on a little bit of a lighter note. We talked about, uh, we had broke news earlier in the show from Twitter that Randy LaJoy. Corey. Uh, sorry, Corey. <laughs> now, I haven't done that in about three or four months. Uh, every once in a while, the brain just goes back because uh, I watched his dad race enough. That, um, but uh, Corey LaJoy signs with Spire Motorsports. It sounds like a multi-year deal to drive the number seven, uh, which has always been Tommy Baldwin Racing's number. So I'm not sure what that portends for Tommy for Cup Racing, if he's just going to change the number or maybe he's no longer going to race in the Cup Series. But um, uh, again, you look at what's going on with Front Row Motorsports and you start to think, well, who could we see in the 38? And and you start looking at uh, drivers maybe like a Kaz Grala or a Myatt Snyder or someone from the Xfinity series who may be ready to come up to cup but not have a, a great opportunity or a full season of sponsorship. Um, it'll be interesting to see who does fill that ride. I think that ride is probably the top ride still available in the cup series, James. Um you know, the, the 32 car, as we talked about earlier, is still partially uh, a partial schedule for that. That's still available. So we'll see who ends up uh, driving that. But um, certainly going to be, I think there's there's still a couple of uh, puzzle pieces here. Some uh, waiting to see what happens in the Xfinity Series with drivers like Anthony Alfredo and, of course, Kaz Grala. Um, so a lot to uh, to still kind of sort through as we head toward the Christmas holiday, and you'd think a lot of that would would kind of become clear before then as people want to plan ahead and um, put the uh, 21 season in place. So uh, meanwhile, that's about it for us. Um, I want to thank all of you for tuning in and listening. And um, we certainly do, again, um, wish our, our deepest prayers and condolences to the family and friends of Rowdy Harrell and his wife, Blakely, um, and, of course, to all of those from Hendrick Motorsports as well. That'll wrap it up for League Lap, presented by uh, Victory Custom Trailers and My Computer Career. Until next Monday, I'm Tom Baker. Thank you so much for being a part of the show, and we look forward to seeing you or talking with you again one week from today. Have a great week, everybody. So long. You've been listening to Lead Lap Radio, powered by HMS Motorsport, the leaders in motorsport safety. You can find them on the web at hmsmotorsport.com. Lead Lap Radio is a Race Chaser Media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsport content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and visit racechasermedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.